At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is hour two of the nightcap, live from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. Sean King, former. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Tulane Green Wave quarterback. Yes, sir. Right now, what would be your mindset? You're two weeks away from the start of the season. If you're in college, maybe you're playing this weekend. You've gone through all of camp, which sucks. What is your mindset right now as a player? I want to play. This third game, I want to play. I want to go out. You know, I'm going to challenge my guys to let's go out. Let's take it serious. You know, let's make sure that we have some film that shows us executing in rhythm, you know, doing our thing. And we'll use next week as a bye week as we get ready for week one. But, you know, I wouldn't want to not play for two whole weeks and then come out on opening day like I I'm, I, I want to play. So be interesting. Different teams are going to approach it different ways. But I think rhythm's important in, in this game of football. So but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. And uh, just talking to Doug Kite, we'll talk to Mike Sando here who uh, really does a great job covering the league as well. Very in, uh, piped in with the quarterbacks, uh, and we will uh, chat with him uh, here in just a couple moments here from The Athletic. But, um, yeah, I, I that New England Giants game, 6 o'clock Eastern. Looking juicy. 3 o'clock Pacific. Right now, you can get the Patriots at 3, uh, pretty much readily available uh, in town. And hearing from Doug... Yeah, I think the Patriots right now, they, they still don't know. They don't know the answer. And I go back and forth because I feel like Bill Belichick, ultimately, I bet you he's the type that loves yeah. the, the uh, joint practices, right? Mm-hmm. They just had those with the Giants. But he still doesn't know. And Cam Newton wasn't there until today. So 
I, I think this is a game in which you're going to see the quarterbacks, like we saw last week, compete. And, yeah, I think the Patriots are, are a good team to uh, to take a look at. I definitely uh, maybe at in the, the first, first half. half yeah. yeah, definitely looking at the first half. Yeah, so we will uh, we will see. Let's get you updated on some uh, on some baseball action. What is the, What are the Yankees? An eleven game winning streak right now. Sounds about right. They are they are red hot and they are up six to two. But uh, the Angels or the uh, the A's hanging around. They just loaded the bases here in the bottom of the fourth. They've hit a couple of home runs. It was six nothing. Now it's six two. Uh, they got a couple homers. The uh, the A's did in the third. I've already seen. Five home runs in this game, Sean. <laughs> the ball is flying out in the Bay Area. Yeah, the Yankees pitchers are afraid to throw it over the plate now. And Jameson giving up home runs to uh, walking everyone. Jamison Tyon on the hill, and he's actually one of their more reliable. Starters. He's generally right in the middle. Yeah, he's never really terrible. He's never really great. He's just kind of normally solid, which he has been tonight. He's only given up two through through bottom of the fourth. I mean, if he can get out of this, it's not like. I'm ever super excited to see the Yankees bullpen get up and start preparing the end of the game. No. You just never know with those guys. But well, and as and as uh, we we failed to mention, Aaron Boone was ejected. What in the first inning? Yeah, it worked. He like he hyped everyone up, and you know I think but it was, it was the it was the second inning because yeah. then John Carlos Stan came up yeah, and hit a, hit, bomb. hit a ball. And and, and Gardner we went yard. along at six to zero. It was yeah, it was yeah. six. Now Joey Gallo had a three run shot. So and now it's six to two with the bases loaded, the other way. And you've got the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, on the run line. Yeah, and uh, might uh, not be. Might Allison not be. Still didn't seem to want to throw a strike. Might not be a rocking chair situation. This might turn into some perspiration. Nah, not at all. Not at all. I mean, you're a former quarterback. You don't. Switch. They're on the road, so I'm gonna get. The, I'm gonna get all three outs in the ninth anyway. If I need to. Create some more separation. Uh, the Phillies have lost to the Diamondbacks. The Phillies, man. I mean, they scored five in the ninth to try to come back on the road at home against the Diamondbacks. But the Phillies were a team. I mean, the Phillies lose. The Mets lose. The Atlanta Braves just sit back every day and just wait for this division to just trip over itself. By yeah. default, they're going to win. You're right. You're right. I, unless they... Get the Yankees or like teams that can actually beat them, but Braves deserve it. I mean, when you think about where the Braves were in July, they deserve it. So many injuries, high expectations. Some people thought they'd win the World Series, me, but we'll see. They might get invited to the dance here ultimately. Mike Sando coming up right now. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, hour number two, as we get closer and closer to the start of not only the college football season, but two weeks from tonight, Sean King is going to be in here with his number 10 Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey on. <laughs> Can you bring it in? Let's Can go, you wear it? Yeah. Can you wear it on air? It's in storage. Go find it. It's in a pod somewhere in Vegas. You got four kids. Just send them on on a on a on a on a chase uh, yeah. this weekend. Go find Daddy's jersey because I need to wear well, that. I could just go. Can you order like older jerseys like online? Sure. Yeah. I I bet you right now I could go on eBay and find you a Sean King jersey. Hundred percent. I'm sure. I'm sure I could. I, I might have to buy one of those. All right. Let's uh let's keep the conversation going. And a gentleman who knows a lot about 
quarterbacks in the NFL. One of the, my favorite pieces each and every offseason is the tiers of quarterbacks that Mike Sando's been doing for a handful of years. And uh, Mike joins us right now at Sando NFL on Twitter. Mike, I, I just want to start with the rookies because this is such a unique year with five rookies uh, drafted in the first round and a thought that really all of them uh, could be contributors. Uh, my colleague here uh, had Mac Jones as his number one quarterback in this most recent uh, NFL draft. I'm curious, Mike, when you hold the executives around the league, how did they look at these five particular uh, rookie quarterbacks? Yeah, the, they, I think they put Trevor Lawrence in a different category based on his not only his talent, but just what he'd proven in that many games in college. And then they felt like the other ones had a lot of promise, but you know maybe a hole here or there, or it's a little bit harder uh, to make an evaluation, or it could be less gifted in some ways. So, uh, but I think there's, you know, they were all pretty well liked. I don't, I don't remember any of them being, you know, just absolutely trashed or, or fatal flaws or anything like that. I think there, there's intriguing players. And hey Mike, I think that's an interesting point that you made because a lot of times people, the public per se, and, and sometimes the media as well, think that if you have one player ranked ahead of another that you dislike the player that's not ranked first. And I think history is going to look back at this group of quarterbacks and be very impressed overall because I think there's a lot of talent. I think there's a lot of experience. And I think the NFL organizations have gotten better. They still haven't perfected it, but they've gotten better at how to bring along young quarterbacks. What do you say to this draft class as a whole? I totally agree. I mean, I think it's so much easier to pass the ball now, um, not through, just the rules and everything, but the teams are now passing the ball on early downs more. And, you know, if you go back in time, passing was more of a third down thing. Well, it's passing on third down still hard now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, they've really created easier passing games for uh, for the quarterbacks coming in. And, and, you know, three wide receiver offense is base offense now. So, um, I think they're set up for a lot more success. There's not, you can't even name a hitter in the football right now. Like who's the biggest hitter? You know, you know what I mean? When, when I say that, uh, the quarterbacks aren't really fearing that they're going to get smashed and the receivers aren't either. So the passing game's totally opened up. I, I think it really helps um, these guys coming in, be able to succeed and, and, uh, and at least just not spectacularly fail. Even just, just take somebody like Mitch Trubisky, right? People will say Mitch Trubisky was disappointment, a failure. I mean, you could run an offense with them. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they were just couldn't even get a first down. That's what a failure is now. And, and you know, he made a pro bowl one year. <laughs> Mike Sando from the athletic uh, senior NFL writer for them. I'm put you on the spot here, Mike. And understanding that, I want you to take everything into your mind as you make this evaluation. Organization, head coach, conference, division. You have to pick one quarterback from this class. Ten years from now, who's the best player? Um, I want to say Trevor Lawrence, but situationally I'll go with, I'll go with Trey Lance just because I think being paired with Kyle Shanahan's a great – Situation. I think he's got a lot of talent and, uh, you know, is rawer. But maybe that's the one that I'm kind of most intrigued by and excited about when you combine the situation with the talent. And, Mike, I want to stick with that division because, uh, you know, everything always kind of comes back to the NFC West. It, it When it comes to betting odds, it is the most 
uh, fluid, maybe the NFC East, just because they, the opposite of the NFC West, right? The right. NFC West has four really good teams. NFC East, eh, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of last year's champ was seven and nine. Uh, I think they might have a little bit of a regression. We can get into that uh, in just a bit. But you, you wrote a piece on the NFC West looking at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they have the longest odds to win this division uh, based off of, well, the Rams have been there before. The 49ers were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Seahawks have Russell Wilson. Uh, how do you look at this division? And 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 as you dissected and, and went into depth on the Arizona, do you think Arizona has a chance uh, to come out of the NFC West? I think it's a lower chance. You know, I do. I, th- I think just, uh, you know, I'm not 100% all in on the head coach or the leadership of the team. Um, we saw Kyler Murray wear down a little bit last season. And then you have uh, so much competition in the division where we, you know what you're going to get. I feel like you know what you're going to get from Russell Wilson, even though he was down a little the second half of last year. I mean, shoot, they went 12-4 and four and fired their offensive coordinator after setting a record for scoring in franchise history. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's pretty consistently put them down for double-figure wins. I think the Rams are in a similar category because they have a good defense and their offense will be good enough. Even last year when it was sort of down, they still were a double-digit victory type of team. I don't see that changing with Stafford. I think he's going to be in a better situation than he's been in. He's not going to have to win. 15 out of 17 games, he's, he's going to have to win six out of 17. The pressure is going to be off of him because of that defense. And the 49ers, to me, are just a health wild card. Like, if they're healthy, um, they could be right in the mix, too, but they just usually aren't. So I see them as kind of a up-and-down team. I think Arizona's kind of a notch or two below um, what it's going to take to win the division, but could have a chance to be in the mix, could have a chance to, to, to vie for a wild card type situation. But I feel like there's more volatility with them. I, I just don't trust them quite as well as much as I do those two other teams in the Rams and the Seahawks. Mike, staying in the uh, NFC, but moving to a different division. Of course, everybody loves Tampa, as they should. You know, Tampa did a great do job you in love the Tampa? offseason. I do. Yeah. I do love Tampa. I just love. Did they give you any no. jewelry? They did not this time. I'm still working on it, <laughs> trying to get one of those nice rings. Look a lot better than the ones we got. Uh, taking Tampa out of this for a second, two of the teams that have, you know, consistently been decent over the last 15 years in that division, Carolina and New Orleans, both have new quarterbacks. Who has the better season, Sam Darnold and Jameis Winston? And what are your expectations for both players? Um, I think I would, uh, I think I would lean towards Winston. I mean, I think he's a more uh, proven producer, even when he, you know, wasn't at his best. He still has put up numbers before and. Darnold, I mean, just too much range to be seen. I, I don't know what they've got from a coaching standpoint there. They do have some good weapons, but I could see that going any direction. And if he has a good season, great, but it'll be the first time. You know what I mean? I feel like Jameis Winston, well, I wouldn't want to you know, just sign up for 10 years of Jameis Winston because he hasn't been the best decision maker. I feel like people overemphasize the one year when he had the 30 interceptions. You look at the rest of his career, I mean, it's a bunch of 24 touchdowns and 16 interceptions or 18. You know what I mean? He hasn't been throwing 30 interceptions every season, and people sort of act like he has been. So I think you put him in a situation where they're going to run the ball. Sean Payton, even when Drew Brees was there the last few years when Brees was winding down, they balanced it up pretty good. Um, probably won't put as much pressure on him. Uh, he gets to play. 
indoors. Um, I think he has a chance to have a decent season, not a great season, but a decent season. Yeah, that's music to your ears right there. Look at that uh, smile. A little small, little future bet on Jameis to be NFL oh, MVP. Sean loves Jameis. <laughs> I think yeah, Jameis. Yeah. I, I think out of Jameis and Aaron Rodgers, one of those two quarterbacks are going to do something historically neat this year. Because I think they both have Why a chip on their shoulder. Thing? Okay, chip on shoulder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've I just recently gotten tired of the Jameis. Narrative, uh, like he's thrown thirty interceptions every year. I don't know if he's thrown twenty in another year. Well, that it's funny that you mentioned that, Mike. And and look, I, I'm sitting next to the uh, the Jameis Whisperer uh, uh, over here. Hey, I'm the head but, of the Jameis Winston. But fan I club. like Jameis too, and I I do you know a radio hit every day in Milwaukee. So they talk about Aaron Rodgers, and and I, it, when you know how you talk to fans of of a one bait sports team. They, they don't know what right. else is going on. So, like, ah, Jameis is terrible. I'm like, <laughs> no, he, he threw a lot of – he also threw for 5,000 yards that year, too. So, he, there was a lot of bad, but there was there was a lot of good, too, that year in Tampa. And Jameis, Jameis he, has a redeeming quality that a lot of people don't acknowledge. Teammates love him. His work ethic is Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's Hall of Fame caliber. Like, he really is a grinder, and I think that's what's going to get him over the hump. Yes, he, you know – I'm glad you're saying that because I think almost everybody matures eventually. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yes. And some guys are so gone by then, like Ryan Lee or whatever, you know, that they never get a chance to hang around and really enjoy the success of it. And so the hope for Jameis Winston is that he gets there too. He's still only whatever, 26, 27. So he's 27 years old. Um, this should be when it happens, right? right. Maybe even humble a little bit. Um, you're in, you got a great coach. You got a, you got good weapons. You probably have a decent defense. I mean, if not now, you know, uh, maybe it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I, I agree with that. Uh, I want to play a little game with Mike for a second. Go ahead, and, uh, yep. Mike. I'm going to say name of player, coach, and you just say buy or sell for success okay. in the 2021 season. We'll just keep it yep. short term. Urban yep. Meyer. Sell. Elaborate slightly. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I said sell. I mean, I had to think for a minute, but I, yeah. Okay. Uh, Baker yeah. Mayfield. Hmm. I mean, I'll buy that it'll do the same as last year. Matthew Stafford. I'll buy. Mike McCarthy. Sell. Okay, so selling both coaches, buying both players. I see Mike. Mike's a player-friendly guy. I like him, Mike. Mike, I always try to figure out. Mike, I always try to figure out what Sean. I've only been working with Sean now for about three weeks, but I'm slowly starting to figure out his. He he really tries to get that information he needs from the guests. So I'm. I don't know. He he's yeah, he never going with the. Me. He just profiled me somehow. I don't even know what he did. He just totally tricked me. He just got my credit card number. He knows where I shop. You know, he figured out something on me psychologically. But, but like to me, and I think players understand this. Situations are everything. True for players. I mean, and and the the coaches are. And it's true for Mike McCarthy. I feel like Dallas is a flawed setup. It's just a flawed setup with the owner being the GM, and you know, you know what I mean. I mean, there's a reason why it's been not quite good enough forever. And Mike, and I love Jerry Jones. Listen, if I yeah. had his business mind, you know, we might 
Yeah, be partners with Derek in owning Circa. Yeah, I don't, th- I, don't think if, I don't think if I don't think I don't think he'd be sitting next to me hosting but, a show. But I'll say this: as much as I love Jerry as an owner, he is a all-time worst GM. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've been a little better, you know, in recent years. With some, they've been a little more disciplined in some ways, but just it's just I think it's hard to coach that team. It's hard to coach a team when the GM's like that, the owner's like that. I think that's been a problem for them. So that's why I'm down on them. Uh, now, now Mayfield, I'm not like I don't think he's going to be in tier one or anything, but I mean he's in a great situation. So um, they're just in a real weird one. Where is that good enough? Right? Are you ever going to knock off Kansas City? You know, and what should you do? Um, should you pay this guy? You know, and then you just sort of sign up for maybe where you're at <laughs> and steadily get worse because you're paying that quarterback so much. It's a tough one. The interesting thing for me with with Baker is he seems to be getting the Brady treatment, but I don't know yet what Baker has really done outside of prove that he's not a complete bust. Two Brady, years ago, people were Brady trying to treatment. fire him. What are we talking about? Who is trying to Brady treatment now? I'm just I'm, saying he's a no, no, I'm, guy. No, I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns and him not playing yet oh. in the preseason, like he's standing on the sideline with oh. his hat on, like he's Tom Brady. When out of all the guys that are in situations like his, I think he needs every rep that he can get because he's still learning. Oh, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not buying hype on him, but I don't. I like. I don't think he's really the problem or the solution for them. You know what I mean? But Fair. but I think he's. I think he's fine. He's fine. It's just a great situation because they're going to run the ball and and uh, you know not put it on his shoulders just by design of things. This whole thing about preseason, I don't necessarily th- like I guarantee Stefanski's not thinking our guy's Brady, we're going to rest him. I-, I think this is a broader trend in the league where some of these, most of the teams aren't playing guys. They've just decided not to. And, and whether you make that up with joint practices or something, um, they're just decided not to play. And I don't think it has to do with anointing Baker. Mike, we got about 45 seconds. Who wins the NFC East? Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to go with Washington. Yeah. Uh, and my, my thinking is this. Dallas with injuries up and down defense, I don't know that I can trust. I think I tr- the, the thing I trust in that division is Washington's defense. And Fitzmagic not being a great player, but I think he brings juice to a team with defense. And make them maybe have some staying power. If it makes you feel better, Mike, I took the under on all four teams on the season win total list in the NFC East. Worst there was a pause when you asked me. You, when I, there was a pause. You asked me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Process of elimination. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always ask myself, what do I trust? Yeah. In the NFC West, I trust Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Yep. Way that, is, that is true. Mike, great stuff. Always appreciate it. There he is. Mike Sando from The Athletic at Sando NFL on Twitter. It's the nightcap. Sean King, Tim Murray, come on back right here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap. What is going on in Oakland? John's not happy. John's on at 6-5 now. The A's have made this a game. The over has sailed. Uh, that was uh, eight and a half. <laughs> that was that was gone. It's top five. It's six to five right now. That well, thing is You gone. like it when you take the over and the first five and, <laughs> and they've already got the game total yeah. covered. <laughs> you're in a good you're in a good space uh when that happens. So uh we'll keep our eye on this game out in uh out in Oakland. Um our good friend, uh, friend of the program, Dave Ross, who is a uh, heart on his sleeve Mets fan, mm-hmm. uh, retweeted a video put out by the San Francisco NBC Sports Bay Area. Says bullpen throws one pitch, Giants take the lead. That was the New York Mets. <laughs> the Mets, man, this stretch can't end soon enough. Now, eventually, it will end for the New York Mets, who are now. Five games under 500. It is over. The The stretch of horror is over. They get to start a series with the Nationals tomorrow. But this stretch, which was Dodgers at home for three, at the Giants for three, at the Dodgers for four, home to the Giants for three, they went three and 11 and got swept at home in both of those series. I don't mean to laugh, but it's kind of funny. I mean, 
It is yowzers. They are now 61 and 66. And the last two games, they lose 3 2 to the Giants, both of those games, and they had a 2 1 lead. Bullpen comes in, not so much. It's kind of ironic, and there's a lot of irony involved in like they've switched places with the Braves. Mm hmm. You know, two months ago, it was the complete opposite. The Braves were in a free fall. Injuries had decimated them. The Mets were running high. And, boy, my, how the tables have turned. Well, the funny thing is, though, for the Mets, and I I don't know if you could trust them as far as you can throw them, but we just talked about this stretch of schedule, which was, I think, the most challenging stretch this late in the season since like 1980, mm-hmm. facing two teams with over 600 winning percentages. Huh? The next 14 games, Nats and Marlins. So get back time. You've got an opportunity. You just went three and eleven against the Giants or well, in the, in the and Dodgers. Three. Flip it. Yeah. Go eleven and three, and and uh, for for the uh, the Braves, they start up a series uh, tomorrow against the against the Yankees. So, so the Yankees went Atlanta. Oh, sorry. Again, they just oh. got swept by the Yankees. Okay, yeah. I beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. They got swept by the Yankees in a two-game series, and now the Braves get the Giants, who just swept oh. the Mets. So it, and then they play the Dodgers. It is they. It's all flipped on its head. Uh, but they they don't have as daunting of a stretch. It's just six straight games against the the Giants uh, and the Dodgers. But it says a lot about the uh, NL West. NL West, yeah. Because they still have to, the Braves still have to go out to San Francisco for three. Uh, I don't know what to think of San Francisco, or excuse me, San Diego. I really hope just for entertainment purposes, last three games of the season in Atlanta, Mets, Braves. I hope it matters. I hope so too. That would be fun. I'm not so positive that it will happen because the Mets are seven and a half games back right now. But they have the chance. They have the chance here, Sean. And we'll see. Will you be pulling for your pockets? You're a dog guy. You're the, uh, the CEO of the dog pound. CEO of the dog pound. Absolutely. You're going to have a lot of dog pound opportunities against the Mets. Absolutely. And I think I might ride the Mets here. As they their level of competition drops significantly, knowing the sense of urgency to at least get – I know you go into this 14-game stretch saying – we're six games below 500 now, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. If we can be two Five. or three games above 500 after this, this is a successful stretch. So, yeah, I think there's some good money to be made there. We will see. Yeah. They've, they've got to they've got to flip it here uh, because that was rough. The encouraging thing is they have not been getting blown out. It's been one run games. It's been tight contests. They've been competitive. They just haven't won a lot. <laughs> Padres haven't won a lot lately either, Hard and they're down four nothing in the bottom <laughs> of the seventh. They lose last night in 16 innings to the Dodgers, and if the Padres lose tonight, not insurmountable, but would fall two games back in the NL Wild Card. So, Poor fans. <laughs> that is that is uh, where we stand uh, with that. When we come back, there are some odds out there. On who will start first, dot, 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 when it comes to some of those rookie quarterbacks. We will discuss those odds next right here on the Nightcap. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football strategy. And the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide is the perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts have won major contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against-the-spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you that winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Head over to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Sean King, Tim Murray with you. There it is. The full breakdown of the schedule. Sean, have you decided? Have you picked your number of survivor entries? Four. 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 I'm going to do four. One of them, I'll have the Texans week one. I love it. Yeah. And when you have multiple entries, remember we had Gill in studio mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. If you've got 
the capabilities and the willingness to to put in multiple entries, then you take that shot because you will never want to use the Texans again. This is the only time that you will look at Houston, AFC South, home game, winnable game, you know, maybe Carolina, but that's Thursday night. You rarely want to play a, a survivor on Thursday night. Just find out more information. Um, there are other home games, New England, the Rams, the Jets, maybe week 12, but that is, uh, that's gutsy, and I applaud you, sir. Thank you. Now it needs to work. does need to work. It does. <laughs> that is true. It, it does need to come There's a line between gutsy and stupid. Absolutely. Yeah. But and you have to take chances works, like this. And when you've got four entries, and once again, I, I got to figure out, we got to keep tabs. So you're going to do four yes. in the Circus Survivor. Yes. I'm not doing any in the millions. You're not doing the millions. I don't think I'm good so enough that to is pick. A, that is a, that's yeah. a recent development. I, I thought yeah. initially we were going to do that. No, I'm not. I just don't know if I'm good enough to pick five games in the NFL against the spread. NFL is tough cookie, man. <laughs> it's the hardest. And it's the hardest. I know a lot of information, in, in of and even for me, it's a tough cookie. So I'm very good at generally isolating a game where I feel like the factors that I use to make my decisions really are all in favor of, of my ticket cashing. But to do it for five, I mean, it's tough. Get in the uh, last man standing over at uh, stations in town. Yeah. Pick one game against the spread each mm-hmm. week. That's that's harder than you think. Yeah, that's hard too. One game against the spread. It's it's essential. It's survivor against the spread. And you know, I'm a person that says you never know if the schedule's tough or hard mm-hmm. until after the season, because of the amount of parity. Which means that from a betting standpoint, and listen, a lot of people bet NFL and oh, it's the most hey, bet absolutely sport per game. Now I think overall because of the Amount of college football games out yeah. there, the volume might be is, a, more. is a little bit more, but yeah, per game, it's it's NFL. And I think there's a lot of value. There. I just think you have to be very disciplined in, you know, identifying a specific. And the way the NFL is set up is pure genius. It's set up for you to chase. Bet the Thursday night game, fall behind, lose on Sunday. Now what? What's Monday become? Get back. So now Monday Night Football gets... Uh, and then yeah. each day, I mean, the way it's scheduled out, right? So you have Thursday night, then, you know, for those living on the East Coast, 1 o'clock, right. 425. Right. That 1 o'clock game ends before 425. Right. And then Sunday Night Football. Yeah, it's it's all about the chase. It's, it's all about it's the get set back. set up perfectly. Don't look ahead right now. Yeah, Don't I look. see it. It is... Uh, Tie game. The A's have now tied up the Yankees. It is uh, Josh Harrison. Hey, there you go. Former Nat. Eh, another trade piece. Six to six now the score out in Oakland, bottom of the fifth. We have got ourselves a ball game. A dandy of a ball game. And I know as a Yankee backer and one that has been uh very honest in the assessment of the Yankees bullpen, it's not very good. Yeah, you never want them in the and game. And you're in the bullpen right you're now. Right. And it's early in the game. Yeah. Um, but we uh I don't know. I'm thinking about I'm trying to think of some way. Because I'm not going to do Circus Survivor. I'm going to be in one contest, the college football pick them at, at William Hill. That's my lone contest I'm doing this year. Okay. But I want to do something on the show with Survivor, maybe against either against Derek or maybe I'll do it against Derek. I thought about letting our viewers and maybe listeners the viewers? Pick, my, pick one of my entries. Don't do week. that. I thought about I it. I love our viewers. I thought about That's it. your money, man. I know. That might be the one that wins. <laughs> I mean, shoot. 
Hey, that might be the one that gets through. I know. I was trying to think of a way to go have a competition against the the listeners, the viewers. We'll we'll, we'll think of it. We got a couple weeks. Yeah, come on. Because I want to have something on the show where I'm competing against you. We'll, we'll do something there. Okay. Competing against the the viewers. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give away some signed Sean King memorabilia. I'd give away signed Tim Murray stuff. There's just there there there's no market for it, and no one really wants that. It actually costs money. I'm actually concerned a little bit though because like my life coach has been so consumed helping Derek with this uh fantasy football deal he has life going. Coach. Yeah, Aaron Oster, our, our producer. That's my life coach. You know, I haven't been <laughs> able to get my sessions in the last couple of days. Why? What? That's a terrible decision. No, that's my life coach. That's a Why would you ever hire him? Man, there's a lot of brilliance in that brain. Sure there is. Yeah. Um who will start first, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Points bet put this up. Fields minus 155, Lance plus 120. Who will start first? Oh, this is a no-brainer to me, Justin Fields. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had that, but this doesn't take into injury, so right. injuries occur. But yeah. Jimmy, when asked, he was a happy guy. He had that smile like, I got the girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they've already told me. It, it, it's But me. Matt Nagy... My only rebuttal, because I do agree, mm-hmm. it, it seems the most obvious, but this, the way Matt Nagy continues just to be stubborn about Andy Dalton, we got to see what Andy is. He's starting week one. We need him to start week one. Mm-hmm. I, I, Is he just holding back because it's the big bad Rams in week one? He doesn't want Justin Fields? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I am very... That is my lone hesitation. I would lay it at minus 155, but that is my lone hesitation there. But, but the 49ers... I don't think he's going to have a, a choice. The fact that Andy Dalton's already getting booed in the preseason, oh, that, he's, if Andy doesn't play phenomenally, even if he starts week one, they probably start booing before the half. Like it just If Chicago comes out and they go three and out the first two series... <laughs> Bears fans are going to start booing. Well, the funny thing is, I was about to say, well, it's in Los Angeles. Don't worry. Oh, wait. That's going to be 80% Bears fans in Los Angeles. They travel. They travel, and the Rams have no fans. Yeah, they travel. That's a Sunday night football game, so you're absolutely right. And come that Cincinnati game that Sunday, unless Andy plays out of his mind on Sunday night football, the Boo Birds will be out in full force. Facts. Alabama, they lost six. This many players in the first round, yet they're still the favorites to win the SEC. Will they win the SEC? We'll discuss that next right here on the Nightcap. Searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, head over to Indeed.com slash credit. You know, you're the quarterback, Sean. I am. And you've you've had the pressure-filled moments, but I like to I like to let the listeners know full transparency all the time. I didn't hear anything for about th- until three seconds before we came back. My my wire was unhooked. So I looked up. I'm like, I think we're coming back from break. I'm not hearing anything. I'm like, oh, I'm unhooked. So, you know, you had pressure-filled fourth-down conversions. You handled it with I, I grace. Had, I had to get my read in time. It's, I, I consider it's like the same thing. I mean, it is. I would say tomato, tomato. 
<laughs> Both vegetables. Fourth down, on the road, playoff implications, and making a read on time. Same. Same pressure. Pressure's pressure. By the way, I was, uh, I was listening to a, a buddy of mine's podcast. Actually, a podcast that our producer, Aaron Oster, produces from the D.C. area. And uh, they, were, they were talking about our show. Actually, they were talking about the 99 season for the Washington football team. Okay. And that was the first year that Dan Snyder became owner. But he wasn't the owner the entire year. So the 2000 season, the year you were the full-time starter in Tampa. Right. Went 10-6, and six, went to the playoffs, no big deal. Um, that was the first time that Daniel Snyder had the full reins. Mm-hmm. And they were the betting favorites to win the Super Bowl that year, Sean. Washington was. Washington. The team you beat in the playoffs. I thought we were. Because, I could be wrong. Because they, I think they were one of them. You might have been yeah. co. I don't know. But that was the year we, we that got they. The, we got the cover of sport. They signed Dion Sanders. and Daryl Green. All that, yeah. you know, all that stuff. We played them. We played them there. We beat them. Of course you did. Yeah. Old. I think. Probably at that time it was Jack Kent Cook Stadium. I think, I think we did. They had, Bruce, they had Bruce Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah they were loaded. Well, they, they were loaded on paper, and, and yeah. they didn't do anything. So uh, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. They're supposed to win the Super Bowl. But I, I thought it was funny. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. We need to get B. Mitch on the show. Okay. My good friend B. Mitch. Because right. uh, that, that 99, well, it was January of 2000. Yeah. That was your 99 season, my rookie year. Fifth. You started, what, the last four games Six, of that season? I think, I don't know, four or five, something like that. And you won that game down 13 nothing. B. Mitch yeah, took the opening yeah. kickoff to the house. Yeah. Win that 14 13. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty frustrating first half. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, that was just uh, that was on my mind there. But uh, pressure in that situation, I, I handled my pressure with uh, with with like Sean with like Grace. Sean King in the uh, playoffs Proud against Washington. You. All right, the SEC. It just means more, Sean. It does. It just means more. Alabama. To win the conference is minus 165. Any other team in the world that loses six players in the first round, including their quarterback, two wide receivers, their running back, their best corner, and their top offensive lineman, you'd think, oh my gosh, fade Alabama. But then you just remember, oh yeah, it's Alabama. And they have had, I believe, three undefeated regular seasons in the last like five years. They're pretty good. They are ridiculous. Uh, Bryce Young. Let's just start with Bryce Young. Okay. Haven't seen much of him. Highly touted five-star recruit coming in. Uh, we know he's making a lot of money. Right. Um, Bill O'Brien, now their offense coordinator. So another change for him. Steve Sarkeesian was there last year. He's now at Texas. Bill O'Brien comes in. As much as, I'll just say this. As many jokes as I have made, have made over my career at the expense of Bill O'Brien because of how horrendous of a general manager he is, he's a pretty damn good football coach. Oh, absolutely. And what he did at Penn State, making Christian Hackenberg thought of at one point as a number one overall pick. Now, he ultimately went second round because he had regression the following year. Um, but Bill O'Brien, Bryce Young, what are your expectations of Bryce Young this year? It's Bama. You know, just <laughs> Saban has the recipe. Like, the formula is his. Like, 
This is the only program in America where I don't care who gets drafted because the people behind them are just as good or better. Because in my opinion, this is the only program that's convinced guys across the board at every position, including quarterback, to sit and wait their turn. Almost everywhere else in the country, they do a great job recruiting, but those kids think they're going to come and start, and they don't, and then they leave. Alabama's the one program where you see very few kids transferring out of. They get there, they're getting developed, they stay. And generally, if one leaves, it's because they just weren't good enough. Think about the run they've had on quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Tua, mm-hmm. Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And if you talk, if you put truth serum in the veins of a lot of those players, they say Mac Jones is the best one. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't really go wrong. I mean, you had a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts, starter for Philly, a starter for Miami, and maybe the starter for New England. And here's where I give them a lot of credit. We didn't even mention A.J. McCarron, who told one yeah. of those championship. So even when they don't have a first-round caliber. Greg McElroy played yeah, in the league for Absolutely. A bit. Even when they don't have a first-round caliber quarterback, they still have one that's really good, especially at the college level. And I think the scary thing for Alabama if you read into them a little bit this year, they were at leaky at times last year defensively. Eight starters back on defense, Sean. And you could look at this as one of the better defense they've had in the last decade. Well, And that's what's scary about Alabama. Bryce Young is going to come along. Right. And he's going to be, from all indications, and, and Nick Saban was singing his praises. So I don't know whether he he's... You know, he's doing that as like a smoke screen, like, oh, no, Bryce Young's not playing all that well. Or like, you're on watch now because Nick Saban is now, he is outwardly praising his quarterback. That's scary. And that was more of a recruiting ploy. Yeah. That was kind of saying Alabama's the big dog in this NIL environment. Like, not only can you come here and make it to the National Football League and turn into a number one draft pick, but you can also make a million dollars before you ever play just because of the brand and the power the brand has. Question is, their win total, like it is every year, Sean, is 11.5. Over. Do they go undefeated in the regular season? Probably. I mean, they have to. Probably. That's where we get, because this doesn't include the SEC championship game. I don't think that highly of Florida this year. They are not to the level of Alabama. You lose Kyle Trask. Emory Jones is thought to be good, but... Well, week three. Here's why I give them a chance. When you look at that list, the only proven quarterback right now that they face in the regular season is Derek King in week one. Matt Corral, Ole Miss. Right, but an up and coming guy. He's not. And I like Matt Corral, so I give him some credit, but I still think he needs to improve in a lot of ways. And this is why I think their defense is going to be markedly better than they were last year, because I think great defense is directly correlated to level of quarterback in that in that season. Mm-hmm. If you play in a year where LSU has Joe Burrow, you're not stopping them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you catch, you know, those programs where they have elite guys at that position, they're going to put up yardage and points. And when you look at that schedule, they don't really play a lot of great quarterbacks. And they're going to have the best players anyway. And they're not going up against a magic man. Remember, when they've lost in the SEC, it's generally been the play of, the, of Johnny Manziel. Manziel, I mean, it was... It was the scheme that uh, Hugh Freeze had with the talent right, right out outside, and it was um, it was Chad Kelly. So it wasn't a right. world beating quarterback, but they had the talent, right? right? And they they were able to trip them up. 
pull that schedule back up because this is this is. I wish I had the the Telestrator pen. Right. October second, October 9th. Those are the two games I have circled because Ole Miss comes to Bama. Comes to Bama. It's they can score, man. Matt Corral, they can put up points. And they put up points. If you remember last year, there was a crazy stat. Like, I wish I had it in front of me. It was the the amount of yards that could have been gained were like nine away. There was no defense in that game last right. year. So does that game take anything out of them? Because we know that Texas A&M, they're licking their chops. They, they get them to come into College Station, one of the most difficult environments in all of college football. Can Texas A&M at home, after Alabama may play a track meet the week prior, can A&M get them at home? It just depends. How good is, uh, was it Haynes King? Yep. It depends on how good the quarterback is. Because they... You know, I watched the spring game. I didn't love any of them. I, I mentioned that earlier yeah. on the show. I'm, I, have, I don't have access to their training camp right. footage, but I trust Jimbo Fisher, yet I still don't know a lot about the, the Haynes King kid. If they have a good quarterback, their SEC caliber, top-level SEC caliber across the board at the other position. So we'll see. I don't think Ole Miss has a chance in Tuscaloosa, and I think last year was more product of the COVID culture than it was Ole Miss is that great on offense because they didn't look like that every week. I don't think Ole Miss has a chance to beat Alabama, but I think they have a chance to score on them. And mm-hmm. does that take anything? Probably not. And trust me, probably Ole not. Ole Miss has that game circle. Alabama oh. doesn't. Lane Kiffin, if they go, they lose every game and win that one, he'll be happy. Absolutely. Uh, real quickly, before we hit a break, Todd Furman, though, uh, we'll talk more SEC with him top of the hour. Your thoughts on Georgia, week one, they get Clemson, three-point dog right now. I like no Georgia. George Pickens. I like, I like Georgia. Georgia, too. I go back and forth whether or not I want to play a future on them to win the title. I'm not there just yet on Georgia. Schedule's manageable, man. I just think it's a down year in their in their side of the conference. Yeah. I don't think Florida's very good. I'm, you know, a lot of people obviously disagree based on where they're ranked. I don't think Florida's very good this year. I think this is a rebuild for them. I don't think they have the dogs on defense. I don't love either one of the quarterbacks, Anthony Richardson or Emory Jones. You know, they lost Kadarius Tony and all those guys at wide Kyle receiver. Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Like, I think it's a down year for them. And Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina. I mean. Missouri's decent, but not good right. enough. Georgia's, Georgia's just so loaded. Yeah, Georgia. Ten and a half is the win total there for Georgia. If they beat Clemson, you're you're cashing that. Yeah. So if you like Georgia over, I almost say just win it early. Bet the Clemson game. Uh, Todd Furman, he will join us to continue this SEC discussion. John King, Tim Murray, it's the Nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus